Welcome everybody to this month's Astrological Ascension Report with the incredible Amanda Sibilia, who is a shamanic and evolutionary astrologer. And um, our sessions are proving really popular and helpful to people. So if you're tuning in for the first time, I really hope you enjoy it. And if you're tuning in again, um, then welcome. And Amanda, bless you as always for the work that you put in. And thank you for being here. Yay, thank you for having me again. <laughs> so nice to be here. Hopefully, I know I think in April I said um, it should be fun. <laughs> so hopefully people had fun. <laughs> but I kind of feel like mm, not so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I certainly had bits and pieces of fun. Um, okay. um, there's a lot of stuff coming, isn't there? So it's, it's intense, man. I guess it's what you do with the intensity and how well yeah. you're using your tools. So I'm excited and a bit nervous about what may, may bring. So, um, go on, hit us with it. Let's, let's see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, May is going to be interesting because um, it's a five month, right? And I get that from, of course, the fifth month of the year, but also 2021, um, you break that down, that's a five. So <clears throat> it's like five and one energy together. And so there's going to be a lot of changes occurring this month. That's at least my prediction. Of course, I don't have any proof of that, but I really feel like we're gonna we're gonna be going through some changes, maybe in the you know in our inner plane, but also we're gonna see it on the outside. I don't really know what. I don't want to put anything out there, but I really feel it's going to be something that's gonna shock us, you know. And then that could be interpreted many different ways. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're not getting a sense whether it's good change, bad change. You're just getting kind of big change, big change or just shocking. I guess shocking change can be small, can't it? Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's gonna, so well, you're gonna see, you're, we're gonna see this later in um, the transits, but it's a sense like you already know it's coming. So it's like when it happens, it's gonna shock us, right? But we're gonna sit back and go, oh yeah, I saw this coming. So, I know it's so vague way to be vague but you know also it's going to teach us to really anchor into our you know our essence and source consciousness and to really rely on the unseen uh to help us through whatever we're going to experience so but the theme i usually pick a theme for every month however a message came through instead and the message is you're already doing it so it's going to mean different things to different people depending on what you are focusing on um also interesting this hasn't really happened before for me in my astrology so the star nations are really coming through now and when I sat down to do this forecast, a lot of the star nations started talking to me. <laughs> so, uh, please explain that in a bit more detail. Yeah, so the star nations to me are light beings from specific constellations. There's, okay. there's six that I specifically work with when I'm doing an astrology, um, when I'm doing a natal chart reading, if 
there is an alignment with the soul because not everybody is going to have connections to star nations. Um, there's a lot of people that I've read for that are what I call earthlings. There's humans and humanoids. And, and this is just my experience. I'm not, you know, claiming to be an expert, but I have found there's humans and humanoids and humanoids are beings that have come from different star nations that are within our vicinity that come down here to assist humans because humans haven't been where we have already been. So we've already, a lot of people who have star nation connections, so that's Orion, Pallades, Lyra, uh, Spica, Arctur Arcturians, you know, but, but again, these star nations have um, stars within them. So Arcturians have six, there's six, there's six stars that are associated with that. So there's like, you know, there's this whole big um, canopy of stars that a lot of us have come from. And they're coming through now to assist us, humanoids and humans, into helping, I feel, Gaia evolve, but also all beings living here, including people from these star nations, to evolve into you know their true essence which is why i feel we all tap in to each other's because we we're all interested in becoming who we truly are so is, is that good are you good yeah, on yeah that? no, that's great i'm just okay. gonna hear you enjoy enjoy okay, okay. <laughs> so i'm just I changed, I changed up the order for this for this video. So now I'm gonna just do the crystal of the month that I picked. And this is this is my mama crystal. <laughs> and it's a saffrolite, but you don't have to get a big one like this. Um, it um, you can get in multiple sizes, but this is I think the best crystal to work with as of right now because it helps me. And I know if it helps me do these things, it's gonna help other people do these things when i can't see the truth of something or when something feels like i feel like oh this there's something weird about what's going on i'll get into a meditative state with this and it will help me discern what is real and what is fake so it's like if i hear something and a part of me wants to go and be like oh yeah oh my god oh my god i can't believe this is happening and then then i'll step back from it and i'll be like wait a second this doesn't seem this seems like there's like something weird about this i'll get it i'll get with this and it will help me see the truth of the matter it also is good for people who like to overthink or overstimulate their minds like to be busy um it nourishes and realigns our nervous system so it does it does some like really cool stuff with like soothing the nervous system and helping it come back and in, in, in alignment with the energy centers and so i really like it for that and a metaphysical shield too so you know if you got um any cool meditation practices where you like to create a shield around you and you want some extra oomph i like using this with that and you know doing like imprinting if you want to make like a big wall around your house to protect you from weirdos <laughs> or anything like that because i've been like guys, i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i live on a busy uh i guess you could consider a highway um it's a busy street 
And a lot of people would just like stop randomly in front of my house and get out. And I'm just like, I don't like this energy at all. So I noticed when I started working with that crystal, it stopped all that. I and think, um, just pausing you a bit, discernment feels like it's coming up. It's going to come up big time at the moment because we're, there's so much information coming thick and fast. And obviously we know that some of the information is deliberately, if you like, has a quality of mind virus, which is to um, create low density manifestations really. Yeah. Um, so I think that discernment is a huge thing. So if you've got a crystal, all the better. But again, um, what you're talking about at the beginning, you know, even if you're talking about shocking change and seeing the truth, really that discernment's got to come from within, hasn't it? Because the exterior reality is such a kerfuffle. I mean, it, it's just extraordinary at the moment. It's like a minefield that you have to pick your way around. It's, yeah, so discernment, I feel, is going to be a theme coming up for the rest of the year, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 And upgrades. <laughs> I love saying that. Upgrades. <laughs> Another theme for me. <laughs> yeah, so there's upgrades coming in. So that's another thing I wanted to say with the Star Nations. I'll as we go, I'll tell you which ones are coming through. And that it's going to be giving upgrades to to awareness, I feel. And it all kicks off tomorrow. Well, when we're, I'm I should have pretended. Oops. It's May 1st. <laughs> I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, I know okay. either. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I'll put the video up tonight anyway. So, tonight, tomorrow's May okay. 1st. Okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so May So, let's get into the transit. Okay, yeah. yeah. So May 1st, that's Beltane for a lot of people, right? Um, a lot of people celebrate it. Some people call it May Day. Um, and 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 so the astrology for this day is interesting because first of all beltane was technically kicked off with the full moon as i have learned recently i never knew this but if there's a full moon that happens close to beltane then it's called a lunar beltane so i thought that was really interesting and then of course the conversations it's scorpio scorpio you have conversations about things that people normally don't talk about right or it's taboo and then i started thinking I started going down that rabbit hole of, well, is the moon real? <laughs> I know that rabbit hole well, yeah. You know, is it real? Is it hijacked? What's going on with it? Because I know in astrology, the moon has a real presence. So it, does it have these different layers that we don't even know about? And so this sets up this, the, the theme for May, which is seeing things for what they really are. Yeah. So Uranus is of course in taurus and he and that planet just came out of shadow and i keep saying that uranus is the kind of planet it's the shaker up planet it will it's lightning medicine it will just come in give you the information whether you like it or not and since it's out of that shadow period right and it's it's coming forward now with new information and it's Taurus. So we like to feel comfortable with this energy. 
and we like to feel safe. And when we do that, we sometimes will go into looking for external things to make us feel safe. So of course, I'll admit it, I'll reach for a crystal because my nature is connected deeply to things from earth. So, you know, I'll do that or I'll go outside and lay on the ground because I need to feel that as a form of safety. But really what's going on here, Beltane starts it, is that, um, Saturn, there's going to be a square from Uranus to Saturn. And Saturn is going to say to us, you've got some tests, you have to prove yourself now, right? It's time to prove yourself. And I'm going to give you some tests. And I'm going to see if you're going to stay true to yourself, or if you are going to, you know, play a different tune um, in order to feel accepted, or because you are bored with life. A lot of people are going one or the other. You're either, you know, of course, it's not black or white, but there's a lot of people who want to feel accepted. They feel like the outcast. And then there's a lot of people who are just bored with life. And it's because they haven't found their purpose yet. And I really feel like 2020 and 2021 are the years that are were designed or are designed to help people remember what their true life purpose is because if you're not living your purpose you're not being who you truly are meant to be yeah absolutely. yeah so i really feel like beltane is going to start to give us some tests and you know it's the one thing like i said i think a couple months ago with taurus you want to make sure that you're always true to yourself because if you sacrifice yourself for other people you know that's basically the kiss of death I mean, you're guaranteed to live a miserable life and you can't make decisions and choices rationally. I mean, irrationally, like this is a time May is going to be a time of you're going to come across choices. You're going to have to make choices and it's best to think on the choice than to just impulsively do something, because then if there's that chance of making an impulse decision, uh, it could end badly. For you or you might make a decision we might make a decision where we regret it nine months down the road so kind of heavy but not really if you just just do yeah. you to me it seems it's you know it's everything that's happening is forcing is the wrong word but placing us in positions where we literally have no choice but to make an authentic choice i'm certainly finding that i'm finding myself sometimes i hold my tongue um but i find that i am just speaking my truth more and more and it's it's because i don't have a choice about that anymore i can't hold any uh any self-deception i can hold a self-deception in me if i can't see it yet obviously we all do that but anything that i can see about myself now i can't pretend otherwise and i think that's happening for so many people and i think you know it's it's back to the discernment which really is about authentic authenticity and, and not being able to pretend that what you that you can unsee what you've already seen and that's back to the moon kind of thing and the beltane energy and I think for so many of us now, we can't unsee what has been revealed. It's just not possible. And then that is kind of placing people in positions where they have to align more and more to the truth. And that is just going to catapult people into their purpose, isn't it? I mean, that's what happens. 
yeah I can go into another trajectory it's extraordinary what I'm seeing in people and it's half amazing and it's half um quite serious and dramatic in many ways you know the shifts that are happening within so yeah it sounds we're nearly at the midpoint of how so this is the fifth month yeah so we're no we're not we yeah we've still got two months really till we hit midpoint haven't we but it feels like i don't know it feels like everything's intensifying so keep going (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and so as you're saying with being authentic that is so the next major transit for this month is uh, mercury mercury uh, Venus, Black Moon, Lilith, and Taurus. So three, um, three energies trining Pluto and Capricorn and Pluto's retrograde. So last month I said, Pluto and retrograde is going to be like parenting yourself, parenting the inner child, really calling yourself out on your BS. Um, but really like, you know, doing your thing, Um, and figuring out what kind of legacy you want to leave. It doesn't have to be a big one, but I love that word legacy because we're all, I think, meant to leave something behind, you know, behind. We're all here to do something for the future generations, right? Of course, that's my Capricorn nature because I'm, whoa, here to benefit, you know, the future generations to come. And so, May 2nd, so with the Beltane energy, and then you have this trying to Pluto, it can feel like defeat, but it's not. So you might have something, you know, there might be something where you wanted something to happen or to have life go in a certain way, and it's just not going that way. There's some kind of thing that's going to be like make somebody feel defeated or rejected or life just isn't going as planned, but it is going as planned because it's I'm hearing it's not a rejection. It's redirection. Oh, I love that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not being defeated. You're just being redirected into somewhere, something else. And that is wonderful because it helps us feel like even though something looks challenging on the outside, it's really unfolding in our best interest, you know? And so that's all that positive energy coming through to give you a little hug and remind you, hey, you know, something really great is going to happen for you. Just got to keep persevering because Pluto and Capricorn, because it's ruled by Saturn. So that Pluto and Capricorn energy wants you to stay the course. And I think, what is it? Um, the Chinese New Year is the ox, right? So it's like you got to embody this ox energy of the bull, you know, just slowly moving through life one step at a time. Just keep going because Saturn's coming through with the square to the sun on May 2nd. And that is going to be a message of where are we giving ourselves away? Are we giving ourselves away to something are we in a relationship or a friendship or um, anything, anything? Um, but this is this is Taurus and Capricorn energy. So we want to focus on resources and work, you know, purpose stuff. Yeah. Okay. So where are you giving, are you giving your resources away? Are you using your time wisely? Um, or <clears throat> are you doing something? Are you in some kind of situation that makes you feel safe and comfortable and you're just in it because it makes you feel safe? 
that's another thing because mars is in cancer right now and with all this taurus energy the shadow of it is not wanting to do something because it, it makes you feel uncomfortable but that can be that's a very broad blanket statement so when i'm when i what i was thinking of when i said that is you know that there's something you should be doing or something that you should be aligning towards or a change that you should be making but you're not doing it because you're afraid of the of what could happen you're afraid of the unknown so a lot of us are going to be um inspired to move forward and not really care anymore of what the unknown holds because you're so sick and tired of obsessing over it it's just like you know what i'm just gonna rip the band-aid off and i'm just gonna go and do it yeah okay yeah that sounds like a collective thing that's going on right now absolutely so just just so just to go back so you're saying this energy of being defeated um is is actually in a way what's going to propel us to go forward really yeah. because we're just going to get sick and tired of it because i'm i get this and i don't know i mean the energies are so changeable at the moment it's extraordinary but Okay, so they're all that's all happening sort of it together really over the next week is what you're saying. Yeah, the weekend. The weekend, okay. Oh wow, so it's gonna be a busy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it just because we have to retrain our thinking. Yeah. A defeat or a loss isn't negative. It's actually in our best interests. Absolutely. And that's what authenticity is about and discernment as well. Because when you're discerning, you can hold your own, no matter how turbulent things appear around you and disappointments start to, and this is what happens when you do your inner work, is disappointments don't feel victimhood. They feel like you're being steered. It, there's a really distinct difference in perspective when you've done your inner work, when things don't go your way, you, you hold, you, it's like you can hold that discernment within you and you're not immediately, ah, I'm a victim now kind of thing. You're just like, okay, now this instead, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yes. Yes. And also with that, um, cause it's Taurus energy, it's we're claiming our self-worth finally, and we're asking for what we want. And, you know, you got to take the ego out of it because what I want is completely different than what somebody else wants. Right. What I, so I have, I'll hold my own vision of what I want and I will do creative things to give that to myself. So maybe right now I can't get everything that I want, but you know what? I could eat a really good sandwich with like homemade sourdough bread and delicious cheddar cheese. Right. And, or maybe a delicious piece of fruit that I just grew out of my garden. I can find the little pleasures of life to make me satisfied, to give me satisfaction. And that's another Taurus thing, taking the fruits of your labor and enjoying that. It could be as simple as that, you know, or buying um, a artesian loaf of bread from a local bakery, mom and pop bakery, and, you know, supporting local business. That's also, a heavenly experience because you're also making somebody's you know someone's dream you're propelling somebody else's dream i don't know it's just little things like that you got to think 
in creative ways now. It's just not like, I want this, I want that, blah, 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 and expect to get it. Because like I said, we've got uh, four years of this. Uh... <laughs> huh? Yeah, of this intensity. Filling in an intensity sandwich, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're being, we're, we're, um, we're becoming crystalline. I, and that's coming up. That's coming up. That came up. I have a message about that and a new and a transit coming up. So quickly, <clears throat> I just want to say on May 8th, Venus goes into Gemini and that's like rainbow goddess activation. Um, when I when I say that, I think of um, I believe it's a Native American goddess. Um, and she's a rainbow. Um, and Venus and Gemini, I love this energy because it's, I feel like it's a female Peter Pan essence where you're just going around having fun, causing fun mischief maybe, and just having a good time with what you've got in your vicinity. Cause it's Gemini and it's all around you. It's in your face. So it's localized. So how can you have more fun and bring more lighthearted joy, youthful essence into the daily life? Um, I'm going to get into Gemini more specifically later. So I just wanted to briefly tap into that because I know there's some people out there who like to track Venus because <clears throat> I haven't said this yet, but I'm one of those people who I pay more attention to Venus and where what sign she's in and also the constellation um because that's different. We're born with Venus in a horoscope sign, right? A zodiac sign. But Venus is usually in a different constellation, which is interesting. So for example, I have Venus in Sagittarius, but when I was born, she was actually in the Gemini constellation. So there's the Sagittarius and Gemini energy with that. So I really find it interesting when I track Venus, I feel closer, closely connected to the um, cosmos than I do with the moon. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think the moon, I mean, the, <laughs> you already brought up the moon earlier. It's an interesting body, the moon. Um, and my relationship with it has changed a lot. And I, I think that the moon, it feels to me lately that the moon is coming online to assist us in a more light frequency way. Whereas before it, if you wanted to work, in my opinion, if you wanted to work with the moon in years gone past, you had to be pretty well grounded and know what you're doing. Whereas now I feel like the moon is taking on a lighter, a lighter essence. Mm -hmm. I, I can't really explain it more than that, but um, yeah, it's, I feel like it's coming online as well, like we are. Yeah. Um, one day uh, I'll get into it. We're going to have the moon conversation about whether it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's. So the moon in astrology illuminates things that you normally wouldn't see, right? Yeah. And um, the reason why people can access the moon easier now is because a lot more people are getting into astrology. And so we have this collective consciousness now being created again because it's always been there. Astrology has been here since since beings have been here astrology is one of the old is the i believe oldest tool um for self-development and personal magic and because everyone is starting to get i mean i tell you 
from when I started studying astrology to now, it's a huge difference. When I used to say, oh yeah, I'm studying astrology, I'm gonna be an astrologer, people would be look at me like I had two heads, like what the heck are you talking about? But because everyone's getting into it, it's opening up the energy. Um, I'll tell you, I've just realized what, what the difference in the moon is. In the past, this, this is my personal conjecture, in the past, the moon would reveal the darkness or the shadow. And now I feel like the moon is revealing our lighter sides. So our multidimensional aspects to ourselves. So it's like a different revelation is coming. That's what I feel the changes. I've just I love that. that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was revealing darkness and now it's revealing the luminosity. That's what the difference is to me, I think. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. See, they can't keep us down. <laughs> okay, keep going. Yep. So then segue into May 11th, we have the new moon in Taurus. And Black Moon Lilith is coming in with that. And her, um, so that's the shadow. Black Moon Lilith is the shadow of Lilith, the asteroid. But I love Black Moon Lilith because she shows us that energy. It's a divine feminine energy where it likes to show us where our wounding is so we can go in there and tap into our feminine power more. So yeah, I love I it. I imagine the Black Moon Lilith is, there's no messing with her. She's full on hardcore. Yes. <laughs> it's like the, um, you know it's it's the tiger mum energy isn't it they're just just absolutely yeah great yeah. energy got it. yeah and so she's coming in that energy is coming in with the new moon to stretch us beyond our comfort zone so if we yeah so <laughs> yeah and yeah so i'm gonna have a lot of work too releasing attachments there's things okay. maybe we're, we're, we're attached to something or or an old pattern that was giving us comfort before but we know full well it's time to release that now it's time to let that go because when we let it go we'll find more peace and relaxation in our own body when we release these things it could be uh, material things or it could be emotional yeah and with that specifically black moon talks about confronting the scarcity the fear of scarcity so fearing like you're not going to have enough or that you're not enough um and especially because we're in extreme times and it's very polarized with economies a lot of people are probably afraid that they won't be able to thrive if there's some kind of um change that occurs in the financial system or whatever, you know, because that's also um, a concern for a lot of people is what's going to happen um, in, a, in the circle of astrologers. Uh, there's talk about how, you know, we could have a collapse in the financial system. I don't know if it's soon, but the general consensus, and I firmly believe this too, is when Pluto moves into Aquarius in four years, there's going to be a major collapse in government which is why I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think there's going to be yeah. collapses. And I think there is going to be scarcity. But again, yeah. it's one of those things that drives in a way because everything has to come into balance, it will bring forth a new type of abundance. And also, scarcity is about perspective. Yeah, in a way, 
even physical scarcity, even the real, you know, hardcore scarcity, it can, you know, you, you look at, you look at a desert and what can thrive in that, the unexpected basically. So, yeah. 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 And you're right on because I feel the, the message that I tapped into with the new moon is that the human spirit is naturally creative and resourceful. So as long as you are tapping into yourself, you know, what you have available, um, you'll be good because another image that came through with this was, um, like a diamond or a crystalline object that is being um created through volcanic heat and pressure from you know extreme pressures so that was interesting when i sat down to get the energy for this new moon it's like you're in the core of the earth and the you're being pressurized and molded into this beautiful crystal that is going to blow the lid on everything for yourself for yourself and then that that ripples out into a current of That's beautiful change. as well because i think that the pressure is what's causing um you know all this all the stuff the black moon lilith stuff to come up and all of our other stuff all our attachments that pressure the intensity that we're feeling causes us to see what we can't hold in us anymore because as you become crystalline you can't hold dense frequencies so they have to come up and out and if you look at the whole planet, the whole planet, everything's coming up and out, isn't it? Yeah. So I, love, I love that that metaphor. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's also another thing I picked up on is source consciousness, uh, your soul, whoever. Um, we're being certified now to dive into even deeper into who we are, into what we've come here to do. Um, no longer are we going to look to external authorities don't i'm saying don't look to external authorities to certify you as ready to do something because college instance college institutions at least here are losing their grip on society they're losing their grip on what um true education is i think in my opinion degrees yeah. aren't going to get you a job anymore that's true yeah you're only going to be indoctrinated into something that is not you. You're going to be taught to be playing a game that you don't want to play because we don't have to play games. So it's time to embody the creative genius and let that come forth and be chill with it. Don't doubt yourself, like be a child. Like my son is four and we don't do <clears throat> preschooling. I do what's called unschooling with my kids. So they just, I just let their create their creativity dictate what they want to learn. Oh. And he's never had preschool. He's never had kindergarten. You know, he can count to 20. He knows all his shapes. I mean, so he's got the education that would have been drilled into preschool. And he's just learning that through play. And I feel this new moon is going to teach us adults how we can just learn from playing with life. I never went to school for astrology. I might have taken courses, you know, just like to tweak some things and I read and I play with the stars. I go out and I meditate, whatever. Right. It's like we you already know, like Sarita, you already know, you already know your information. You just pluck it out of the field 
And I feel like this new moon is the starting point for a lot of us to be able to do that for ourselves. I have a very good friend. She came up with a yoga um, system and she's just said, I just channeled it. It just came to me from the field. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, that's our true essence. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah, that is it. That's exactly what's happening, which is, you know, why so many people are receiving so much new information now and how we are expanding in our consciousness because we're connecting back into the, the true source. Yes. The source of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So then May 23rd, oh, I shudder at this. Tell us yeah. what's happening. Go on then. Saturn goes retrograde in Aquarius on May 23rd. And I shudder because it's an energy that is in her best interest. It's, it really is. But Saturn retrogrades can be hard because it's like you're being you're being given lessons and all everything that you're being taught from this energy is all here to help you in the future but at the time you can't see that it just feels like you know a pressure cooker like why are you getting all these challenges it's oh, i know what i'll do i'll hold my sacred circle that week yeah <laughs> we'll come together and go i know what this happened to me okay yeah that's a good idea thanks heads up on that one yeah yeah <laughs> so Okay, so here's where the star nations come through. And I have one that's a little bit controversial because it gets really bad press, but it's actually a good one. It's actually good. Um, so Saturn, when Saturn goes retrograde in Aquarius, it's going to be trining um, a fixed star that's called Rigel, which is um, an interesting star, and Venus, because Venus and Rigel are going to be together. And that's like a Mars and Jupiter vibe. So Mars and Jupiter together, it's like, oh, I've got, you know, I've got energy. I want to go out and get some stuff done and with a good note of positivity attached to it. So there's a cool um, positive vibe to that. And then a North Node in Gemini is with Aldebaran. I've talked about Aldebaran before. So Rigel and um, not Rigel, Aldebaran is attached to, and I know I'm going to hear people go, but it's attached to the Orion star nation. Okay. And that's coming through. And so a lot of people that I've come across when I've done readings for them and I say, oh, wow, you've got a lot of Orion energy. And they're like, oh no, what does that mean? You know, am I this, am I that? Because of the Ryan uh, wars that had taken place, I but was close to the Ryan when I was young, I'm sure I've got bits of Orion in me. <laughs> I think a lot of people do yeah. because they um, it's um, it's like a masculine energy, but it's a yeah. spiritual warrior tone to it, and they're here to um, encourage people. It's like I don't want to say like you know like that movie Braveheart, um, uh, William Wallace, how. You know, he was able to lead people. <laughs> yeah, it's like bad energy. When that's I think of energy, energy, yeah, that's what I think. So that's coming in with the Saturn retrograde. So we're going to be able to, I don't know, like um, dabble our feet or get our feet wet with healthy competition, probably just with ourselves, maybe with others. I don't know, but I, I kind of feel like it's this physical energy that's coming through like, yeah, let's play some games or get competitive with each other. I don't know, but have like an objective perspective about what's going on, but also having fun with it 
while it's like teaching us how to maximize our power within our solar plexus, because that's what Orion's help with. When Orion's incarnate into Earth, um, what I've seen is that they help, um, that they're here to um, really fine tune their solar plexus and create physical abundance for themselves and other people. So when we have this Orion energy coming through with Saturn retrograde, I feel we're going to get really interesting lessons around how we can access our personal willpower, how we can focus that, how we can find discipline so that we can be the most vital resource for ourselves by learning how to really create through the power of our word. That's what I think is going to come. Why, why the power of the word? I'm glad you said that. Um, <laughs> because Aquarius is about new technology, right? But a lot of people feel that Aquarius has to be electric technology, like stuff you plug in. But this new technology is old technology. It's actually causing, um, oh, I just had it and now it slipped. So it's new, it's old and new technology because I feel we create with vibration absolutely and the tone of our voice by um you know like uh tom kenyon is really good i read a lot of his books and chanting uh certain words brings you into connection with life force energy that normally would have stayed away but if you can you know by intoning and by breathing um you know spoken word it causes um you can manifest yeah it's like a because yours because you know it sounds like from what you're saying the orion stuff is a very physical willpower warrior energy and it's very if it's in the third energy center it, that's very physicalized and then how do we physicalize manifestation one of the ways is with our word you know it's like our voice box it's not just a thing that we use to communicate it's our ma it's a manifesting machine you know what i mean so that is that's that's amazing technology right there. Yes. So I think that's what's coming through. So I would say caution would be watch your thoughts and be mindful of the energy we put into the field, you know, because I have learned um, that I can be a really great, I mean, we all are powerful manifestors, but I can really manifest through my words really well. And it works really good when I'm not like very, I'm being sarcastic. Um, so it's like, for instance, uh, I was in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, you know, I was just doing something like everyday thing. And I said, oh, you know, wouldn't it stink if I pulled a neck muscle? And so I went, I reached for my towel and what did I do? I pulled a neck muscle. <laughs> the manifestation's gonna get you every time. Yes. And it, you know, I say this, um, but it's, it's speeding up it's so fast now it's incredible yeah yes yeah yeah you take the words right out of my mouth because the next thing i was going to say is with this saturn going retrograde with the orion energy coming through our lag time is greatly decreased yeah okay yeah and it can be tricky i feel like one of the lessons for me is going to be um not so with manifesting physical things can be interesting but then you know what about manifesting when other people are involved you know does that mean we are um 
kind of like trying to control our people. But I learned that when we say if it's in the highest good of all, yeah. then that energy feels really good. The other thing, though, think about it is if you're in a if you're in a high frequency, if you are being mindful of your words, if you are using your imagination and your will and you're being self-aware, you are working in the highest good of all because working for yourself authentically is beaming out the highest good of all. Um, and I think that's important for us to recognize that when you, when you do what's right for you, really truly inherently right for you, you are doing in the highest good of all basically. But I think we are in a bit of a minefield at the moment because as you're speaking, what's coming to me is, you know, that, that William Wallace energy, freedom, that you can only attain freedom if you have your boundaries. It's oh. not possible to attain them otherwise. So for instance, in that case, the boundary was no, we're not accepting this. And because of that, we are free. That's exactly what's going on right now for everyone individually and thus collectively and planetarily. And to me, that warrior will spirit, that, that third energy center stuff, and being in retrograde, having your lessons coming at you, forces you to choose your boundaries, even if they're, I'm not going to think this thought anymore, because I'm putting energy that way. You know, and it's even we need to, in a way, boundary our minds at the moment, because the, the viruses that are floating around, and I don't mean the physical viruses, I mean, the mind viruses that are floating around, which are nothing to do with us, we need to be able to boundary ourselves from from that and do authentically what's right for us. And I have a feeling that a lot of the stuff coming in that you're talking about that will come in with a retrograde will be around those learning definitions around that kind of stuff, taking on what's not yours and actually using your will for what is yours and what serves you. Um, I, yeah. can, I can feel this sort of this wave of mind viruses coming <laughs> new ones um yeah yeah also um you just jarred something too which was um yeah well we're gonna get into this with the lunar eclipse just now um because that's three days after so saturn goes retrograde in aquarius and then three days later we have the lunar eclipse in sagittarius and so it's like make your boundaries as you're staying right i love that also be aware of people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Fitting yeah. personal people in your personal, yeah. in your personal um, life. Um, and, you know, also people you connect to on social media, take inventory. Yes. Take inventory of who's taking energy from you because you'd be shocked to, to discover. And who the you're taking energy from equally. You know, I think this yeah. is the thing we, you know, certainly I, we're doing it all of the time and we're just learning. So that's great. But I think sometimes when you're in this work, you can feel like, oh, someone's taking, you know, you're not, you're not projecting. And I think often we are, we don't realize it. Oh, sure. Yeah. My big, my thing was um, before I became aware of my own crap, um, which was only recently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a process, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a process. It is. 
but like, you know, even giving your power away to people because you think they're better than you. And, you know, that's something that you, that I, you know, I used to choose, you know, so it's interesting the dynamic that takes place. So when the eclipse comes around in Sagittarius, uh, we're going to have the Pleiades come in and Orion's also still going to be there. And I feel like this is an activation with our third eye and our physical eyes, because what I was shown is that it's owl, owl vision is given. So the ability to see through and in the dark and being able to see what normally we wouldn't have been able to perceive before. And so that's seeing through the illusions, but by seeing through these delusions, Oh, delusions, illusions together. <laughs> Self-illusion, yeah. We create solidarity. So by me sharing my story, you know, in these videos, um, I'm creating solidarity with the with people because they can relate to me and I can relate to them. Like you can relate to me. We're creating solidarity in our experiences. And so this lunar eclipse will help us bond even more strongly with each other and other, and of course, other people that we don't even know yet um, to share things that we're all picking up on. And so we come together because Sagittarius is about the big picture. I like to think of it as puzzle pieces that are being put together. You have to stand back a little bit to see the entire puzzle to see where each piece goes, right? So collectively, we're all standing over this really beautiful puzzle, putting all these little puzzle pieces together so we all can see the big picture that's supposed to be taking place for us to get us away from the dogma and um, back into our crystalline truth because Sagittarius is crystallized truth. Okay. It's not dogmatic. And I love Sagittarius. I have a lot of it in my chart and you know what it does. It calls you out on your own dogmatic beliefs because it always shows you the opposite side of the fence. And then you start to question. And then all of a sudden it's like you have this inner debate going on with you and you realize there's no such thing as good or bad. You yeah. can have your truth. I could have my truth. My sister can have her truth. You know, we can be in complete different alignment with things and still have our truth. And like you said, create boundaries in that, you know? So it's really, it's gotta be so interesting for that energy. It's like it's gonna be full on, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I just, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So. So you've got, so the, how long does the eclipse last for? How long is that energy lasting for? So it's uh, 7, 13 in the morning here, which would be, you add six hours for Paris time, five hours for British summertime to that. Yeah. So like, Maybe. so noon, yeah. one PM. Yeah, basically, yeah. It only lasts for like a few hours. Okay. Um, but I don't get bogged down by that anymore because I notice, um, I always feel transits at different times. Yeah. So like this, the astrology program says it's going to happen on this day at this time. But when I always am fluttering around in my daily life, I always feel it either sooner or later. Yeah. Well, because everything's fluid, isn't it? I mean, it's just a, it's a wave. So it's coming in, becomes particle, turns back into wave or whatever that to me, all, all of these energies are doing this and you catch it at the moment that you catch it. It's, yes it's like one of those things because we're all like sort of individual expressions i quite like being outside though during eclipses i like being right in it <laughs> yes oh god you, you 
I swear, you know exactly what I'm going to say before I say it because <laughs> you know going to say. <laughs> like entangled in the brain. Go on, next yeah. thing. The next thing I was going to say is if you can get outside, <laughs> definitely soak up that energy. And what I like to do, because here it's going to be uh, daylight, of course, I think, you know, by you, it's going to be daylight. So what I usually do for daylight eclipses is that because, you know, with a, with a lunar eclipse, the sun and the moon are opposite. So what I do is I make my back stand, my back is to the sun and my shadow, I allow my, my shadow to, to direct me to the moon. And then I'll just uh, look up that way and like summon the moon energy down to me that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do it any way you want, yeah. but yeah, just get outside. I mean, pick your favorite spot, whatever. Just soak up that energy because it's all coming down. Um, oh, and make it very interesting. Jupiter will be in Pisces at this time. So Jupiter is getting out of Aquarius and he'll, that energy will be in Pisces when this uh, eclipse energy is going down. And um, <clears throat> so that would be interesting. I, I just got to say this. Um, so the energy came through with that is with Pisces and illuminates your hidden enemies. Okay. Oh, so here, okay. yeah. Which could be within or outside of you. Yeah. So we have to have the courage at this lunar eclipse to take off the rose colored glasses because Pisces energy, we have Neptune and Pisces now, and it's at the degree where the gold rush happened. Okay, so when the gold rush happened, you got to think about, well, fool's gold, people who were claim hopping, um, you know, stealing people's claims. You had all these nefarious things going on. And so it's time to. Wow. You know, so does that mean everybody in the world is going to start to see who their true enemy is? That would be quite an interesting weekend. <laughs> is yeah, that right? yeah. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I mean, I feel that that again, you know, it's one of those things that has been coming anyway. And uh, it's, so you're saying that's a kind of peak moment, really. Oh, but it gets better. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, okay. So if I had to put in a, a mental picture to all of these transits, yeah. we're just on a roller coaster and we're just going all the way up on the incline at this point. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that intense moment where you're seeing everything below, you know, it's really, like actually really, if you have managed to embody your William Wallace warrior spirit, this could be quite an exciting month rather than something that is going to break you open. <laughs> I, you know, again, it's all about perspective, but I'm sort of getting excited when you're talking because I quite like facing my fears and it's always served me facing facing the really dark stuff that I didn't want to see, including, you know, all my own dogma and everything um, of which there's still plenty to clear. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting the, I'm getting excited as you're talking. This feels climactic to me. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> OK, and then, yeah, so to yeah, cap it off, I'm just going to pause you. So do you think if you haven't embraced your sort of your warrior spirit energy, one might be tempted to jump out of the roller coaster at this point. Oh, but I mean, you can't. You can't. Okay. There's well, no. I, you know, you say that, and you know, I'm thinking about all the people who are likely to be watching this. 
we're strapped in we're here for the ride that's why we incarnated there are a lot of people on this planet who okay they incarnated at this time but they're still pretty much you know trying not to look at the truth going on um they can't get out the roller coaster is that what you're saying yeah because it goes with what i was saying in the beginning about why star nations have come to earth right so i'm totally i'm like um i guess a mutt of the stars right i've got almost all of them heavily everything yeah i'm a galactic mutt right and so we come down here people who feel aligned to these stars or celestial beings, we come down here to advance ourselves, first of all, because I feel I was up there and be like, oh yeah, I've got this, I can do this, right? And I and I do, I've, I've got this, I'm doing it. But at the same time, you know, this shit's, it's like a roller coaster. You know, you go to an amusement park, you're like, damn, that looks huge, that looks I'm sick. I'm not going on that one. <laughs> on that one. But like, you're like, and was like, come on, come on, just do it, just do it, just go. And so you go for the ride. I don't. I hate roller coasters. Oh, yeah. When I was younger, I could do them, but as soon as I turned, like in my late thirties, I can't handle that energy anymore. Um, But so then you have the humans of, um, you know, um, who are here on Earth, yeah, Earthlings, in my opinion, who, um, you know, this is their first ride, and it can be really scary. And so I feel that they are the ones who are like, don't want to look, don't want to see. They're just like got their hands over their eyes the entire ride because they're they're petrified. So I really feel like that's why people, you know, star beings, star seeds, um, whatever you want to call us, uh, light workers have come down. We've airdropped into Earth to help uh, not only ourselves, but to help support them. We're we're gonna we're being we're gonna sit next to them while they have their roller coaster ride, but we have to be on it too. <laughs> yeah, did you see that meme where like someone's like they have like this extreme look of terror on their face, but then uh, someone else next yeah, to them they're <laughs> going, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like so enjoying it. Yeah. So I really feel like you know, um, so that's so that's a piece for us um, to also consider. Yeah. And then it helps me deal with my family. Um, I love them so much, um, but we're separate in a lot of ways. And but they're Earthlings, and I'm this like crazy star person, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I'm here helping them, and I, and I love that because I I love to help. So you know, it's just and a simple thing that we can do for others is just to just tell them like, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be bad. Um, and that's why I keep saying to us. You know, because I feel like this is light work astrology here. So if you keep doing you and thriving when people yeah, think that they, you're emitting that signal, they see it's possible and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to wonder, like, what are you doing, Sarita? You live this heavenly life. I want that life. And they'll come to you. They'll do the YouTube videos and they'll see me. They're like, wow, Amanda, what are you doing? You're really like, wow, you can make a living doing it. Da, da, da. Oh, wow. I want that. I don't want to have the nine to five job anymore. And so we'll all inspire each other. And so this sets us up for May 29th, okay, which is so we're three quarters of the way up. Okay. And May 29th, if you haven't hit the top yet. Okay. So here it goes. Okay. We're coming to the, the top. Down. May 29th. Okay. Yeah. May 29th, Mercury goes retrograde in Gemini. 
with Venus conjunction. So Mercury and Venus are together when he goes retrograde and that's squaring Neptune. So this is going to be very interesting. Um, people are going to want to contract, contra con contract, yeah. contract their energy. They're going to want to pull their energy back into them, but no, 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 not supposed to do that. This is <laughs> to increase our field at this time. Okay. Okay. But what's what's being said around in the astrology circles, and I do agree, I do agree. Um, and one astrologer that I listen to, I only listen to one astrologer, um, is and and his name is the Leo King, David Palmer, the Leo King. And I really resonated with something he said recently. And he said that it's game on for this Mercury retrograde. And I agree. We're gonna see some crazy stuff go down. I don't, I'm not putting a label on any of it because you can see some crazy shit in like truth circles and stuff, right? Truther talk and all this stuff. So there's like some crazy threads going out. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is whatever happens, it's going to be in our best interest and it's going to go down for this purpose. We're supposed to be having inner explorations of the galaxy within us. And by going within and discovering the universe inside of us, or specifically the Milky Way galaxy inside of our energy centers, we're going to be going beyond the natural laws and boundaries that we were conditioned to believe in. Love because that. that's a, yeah, because yeah, that's a prison matrix. That. Yeah. So with that lunar eclipse, given the owl vision, you know, these big eyes to look in the dark in, we're going to see that matrix and this Mercury retrograde, if we use the energy right, is going to help us bust out of it in interesting ways. Um, but one of those ways is that, you know, with this change that we're going to be seeing, we have to be more cautious around where we're expelling our energy. Yeah. Because there's something like we were talking before off camera, there's some kind of dark force that's around us. And I feel like David Palmer, um, he put it really interesting. I didn't know that there was this meteorite that came into our galaxy, um, our solar system in around 2017. And it's just been hovering there, a meteorite hovering there. Now I sound crazy, right? People are like, wow, this is a really juicy that's one. <laughs> um, but he showed pictures in this presentation that I, I, um, I bought and um, it looks like a, it looks like an asteroid, but it's just chilling there, just hanging there and uh, by Pluto in the outer edges of our solar system. And he had um, brought up a really interesting point and be like, you know, there's this dark energy lingering, watching us, trying to screw with us. And to see what, you know, it's like they're doing these really weird ass dark alien technology mind experiments. And so the whole thing, and this is my thing coming in now, is that it wants to take your potency yeah. away. From I can you. feel that coming. That's what I'm, it, for those of you, you know, obviously Amanda's alluded, we were speaking before um, that I've been feeling this, this stealth-like dark energy coming in i don't mean dark as in dark and light i mean as in malicious you know trying to it's stealth like it's trying to <clears throat> steal our consciousness or our potency i think you've nailed it 
but it can't because we're free will sovereign beings unless we permission that. So I can feel this thing sort of all around and it's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty big what I'm feeling, but yeah. it just can't touch you unless you allow it. And I think that, you know, you were back to the discernment thing, which is what you said right at the beginning and back to that kind of will back to the boundaries so yeah keep going sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no that's fine yeah that's perfect yeah and so it comes with like you're saying the boundaries and what we were talking before about being careful about what decisions you make be discerning because um what we choose to be a part of could definitely be taking our potency away from us so the so your so the astrology is saying it, on the 29th or around then, there is this, this force, if you like, coming. And our natural inclination is to contract, but actually we need to expand. And that's interesting as well, because what happens when you expand your energy field? Love. Contraction yeah. is fear. And fear is always going to attract more density, isn't it? Whereas light or expansion or love is always just going to well it's just going to protect you from everything because you're on you're on impenetrable yeah 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 so what do you feel that the, the this energy is that's coming in then how do you see that in the astrologically well looking at astrology over the thousands of years that it's been on the planet astrology has and i should do a paper on this because it's really interesting i should write a big blog about it um from the time that astrology has been here it has always alluded to this dark energy presence that has always been here but on earth you mean or uh, in the universe on earth okay on earth and then when david palmer brought to my attention that this sudden meteorite that came from oh i forgot to mention and i did a bunch of research on it it came from another galaxy. Yeah. It's not even from our galaxy. It's like, whoa, whoa. You could call it Arconic then, couldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Like David Icke says that Arconic. I mean, right? it's, another yeah. it's another name for it. Yeah. Or you could. But specifically, if I'm going to pinpoint, once he said that, it gave me goosebumps because I said, son of a bitch. That is exactly that is the cause of all of this extreme polarization that's happening around the world right now. Yeah. It's always been there. The potential has always been there, but it's like, oh, that's interesting because then when you look at all the shit that went down in 2017 and how it just kept getting more and more and more intense, you know, like people like to blame it on Donald Trump. Okay, I think he was just the the scapegoat for the bullshit to unfold. Oh, I think right? polarity for a long time before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but I, yeah, it got. But that's when it got in our face. Like you could, you could deny, you could definitely deny all the shit that just came out, right? Like you could deny a lot of things. But then once he got into office, and this extreme polarity started going down in this country. Then you started to see the wolves, the wolves come out of the sheep's clothing. You know, it's like all of a sudden, like the little red riding hood, right? You could tell that there was a wolf wearing people clothes. Like, oh, that's- yeah, no, I mean, there was so much more revelation, but I yeah. think, but the other thing I would say is, is that you could say that that's the cause and there's this, this thing hovering, but 
<clears throat> really interesting because I've been really looking at wrong and right and you know all of that kind of stuff because yeah. I'm exploring yeah. my own dogma and a lot of you know what is that causing us to do it's causing us to cleanse yeah you, you know there is this huge cleanse going on and it's like you could yeah. look at any aspects of what's going on and all of it is just showing us or teaching us who we are it, it, it's evolving us really but yeah. yeah i mean there is this this menacing i feel like this this menacing thing i think it's just gathering momentum and yeah it's gathering momentum isn't it that's what's happening yeah yeah, yeah. and then it's just then, then that's another rabbit hole you could go down and of course this is gemini so you're going to be thinking about a lot of this stuff i mean we're going to be finding out false gurus i mean more so than ever you know false prophet kind of people like oh i thought they were you know light workers or i thought they were this i thought they were that and they're just as bad as you who you would consider main players in this agenda right it's just that's like a, yeah that's already been happening actually yes it'll probably yes. Yeah, so what I'm talking here, though, is the vast majority. So people like my parents um, who are so out of touch, I mean, because they're, you know, when they're in their 60s and they're a different kind of person, right? So they're completely out of touch with all this stuff. But even people like my parents are going to be like, whoa, I didn't know that or whoa, I didn't see that. And now all of a sudden, all these new things are going to be coming up to people that are just like, Oh, whoa. I mean, I have a lot of earthlings in my life. So they're all going to be going to me, be like, wow, did you see this coming? I'm like, yeah, I saw this coming. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of heartening um, in a way. Um, it's that's I'm getting excited with this forecast. I thought I thought I was going to be like, oh, no, here we go. But actually, I feel a bit like bring it on. Yeah, it feels yeah, good. Because, yeah, because um, you know, like in the beginning of the forecast, uh, again, with this Taurus energy, Uranus is in Taurus, and that's a force to be reckoned with, in my opinion. It's a very potent energy. And if we just stay connected to who we truly are, we'll be cool. We'll be fine. We'll be living a great life, I, in my opinion. I mean, geez, I'm, I'm all ready for this energy because I'm thinking about how I can use this, my potency, using my potency to, to create my reality. You know, and so with this Mercury in retrograde, I usually say retrograde is about inner, like inner work and stuff, right? But I really feel it's like reading the field this time because we're going to see some really whacked out changes occurring and, and we're, it's going to put us in shock. And then we're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know what, though, if I'm being totally honest with myself, I already felt this coming. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to get into why I, I'm just told, don't forget to say this. Um, <laughs> um so we're going to see all this interesting information and we're going to file it into our minds. Okay. Because Gemini is about reading the field, taking information and storing it in our mind to be used at a later, a, a, a later uh, point, or you're, you're storing information so you can see how all the pieces are going to be connected. Cause again, we have that Sagittarius energy. So Gemini is all about looking at the particular pieces, studying the information and understanding where you can store it within your data bank so that you can come across it later when you're going to need it. And so this retrograde is going to increase our potential potential to increase our brain capacity. Right. All right. So 
if you already have a, a stellar memory, it's going to be, you're going to have an even better memory. I'm talking like photo, um, photogenic, um, no, not photogenic. Yeah. Like where you can look at it, you can look at a book and just store that in your head. Um, so really cool stuff like that's going to be coming into our abilities. I feel, I feel that we're going to be, and I love this because David, I talked about this too, and this happens to me too. And I'm sure it happens to you. It's like when you get this idea for something and then all of a sudden the divine will is pulling you towards books or blog posts or YouTube videos, or even just downloads, you're just getting information brought to you because you you're going to need that for something yeah, absolutely i mean that's synchronicity isn't it you just go yeah that always happens it's like something arrives in my head and i'm like oh and it won't leave and then all this other stuff arrives to validate it and then i'm called to act upon it basically yeah that's reading yeah. the field and then the thing is yeah as you're speaking i think the thing is with reading the field and your mind and your capacity expanding it's again what do you file? What do you give your energy to? Don't let anything siphon something out of your brain just because you've connected into that piece of information. Boundaries again, you know, and power, willpower. Oh, I like how you said that. Well, because of the other thing is if something sort of menacing is coming, you know, this there's this not this whole thing about spiritual bypassing, seeing what's happening and then choosing another thing. And part of that is having enough will not to have your mind sucked in, bearing in mind that we've been conditioned to not master our minds. Yeah. And I think this is this is really important. It feels like it's in a way all about the mind and all about your, your discernment and your perspective and the will of the mind. Um, and everybody who's watching this right now has got tools to control their minds meditation <laughs> you all are meditating i know or you would not be on this channel so you know use your tools so yeah definitely yeah that's in you gave me an interesting visual when you said that because there have been some times where i'm tapping into the energy because you know we're curious yeah and so i'm curious being about this thing that's around us right this energy that's gaining momentum and so you know through research or you know doing things and then you know i come across sometimes i would come across information and then i'll go about doing something real quick like maybe get a cup of tea or a glass of water and then come back to doing whatever and then as i'm doing that i'll forget exactly what the hell it is i just read or learned it's like something came in and took it right out of my brain isn't that interesting yeah. so now i gotta, now i gotta get on with um doing um boundaries <laughs> better boundaries <laughs> but then then also you know so we have this energy right that's gaining momentum but this is where i i was told okay i was told not to forget to say this because it's very important so what we so what um, some people don't understand is that in astrology, it's not just about planets. It's also about points in the, the galaxy. And there's a point in the galaxy and it's called the great attractor. And if anyone is interested in reading about this, um, you can look up Philip Sedgwick. I've read this. Oh! <laughs> this, okay. this, this, this came into the field of my reality not that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. 
so even though um oh, by the way, i'll put a link to philip sedgwick underneath so you can also access it yeah he's got a great there's a great website that has all of his information on it and i love how it, they just made it available to everybody for free so it's like no matter what's in your budget you can definitely plug into that information and even though it's four degrees away from the south node um it is such an anomaly in our galaxy that i have to include it because i'm you know some astrologers are like oh god that's four degrees it's not it doesn't count but in my in my opinion it definitely does count and so i love the great attractor because um it is a potent point in the galaxy where it's according to philip sedgwick it bends light and in its bending, we can see around the corner. And so remember when I said that we're going to be sensing things before they go down. And so when I saw that the south node was on the great attractor, I said, son of a gun, this is it. It's like just around the bend, sensing dangers or change before it happens right and you know on his page oh my gosh my eyes lit up when he was making these correlations to things that happen he said you know when jupiter was on the great attractor that's when the titanic sank and then i just said wow that's really interesting and then he made correlations to immigration how all these problems with immigration um or um you know other things that was going down in the early 2000s could have alluded or gave a prediction of 9-11 but because we weren't willing to see the information at the time devastating things occurred yeah so i really feel with this mercury retrograde another tone of it is to pay attention to those feelings that you get those premonitions or the hunches that are saying something's going to be coming yeah. and don't ignore that, but don't go into a fear state that just prepare, because if we can see around the bend, you can be aware of what's coming at you and then act accordingly. And so that when it does happen, you're not so put out by it or, you know, you can handle it better. Yeah, absolutely. So I found that interesting. And then, then, it, then with the Gemini thing, because it's opposing Sagittarius, again, there's that theme of looking at our personal and collective illusions and dogma and hold, and can we hold space for all of these perspectives, even the ones that we don't necessarily agree with? Yeah, that's huge, isn't it? Because that's unity. Yeah. And so I really have high hopes I really feel like even though, you know, things are going a little crazy out there, um, if the great attractor bends light, right, and it's pulling us towards it. So this energy by the self note is pulling us towards that dogma or our conditioned beliefs that we don't want to let go of. And it's going to pull us towards it until we look at it and deal with it, you know? which I find very interesting. Yeah. If I remember rightly, I think the reason why somebody sent it to me was because they did my birth chart and it's huge in my birth chart. Yeah, mine too. Maybe that's why we get along. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> also, Capricorns, Capricorns will naturally have a lot of it in their chart just because of how the planets normally fall. So us Capricorns, you know, we got it going on. 
<laughs> that's the other thing too oh my gosh Serena, you're taking the words right out of my mouth okay. because what i was going to say is be careful because i had an experience with a friend and we were actually looking back at it now with a new set of eyes and understanding we were being very judgmental but we thought we were in our truth right but we were on this like gilded soapbox. Yeah, I think and it's easily done. Yeah. Our our truth was coming out as like sassy, condescending language. Because when I looked back on all this stuff, I said, oh my gosh, I can't believe I talk like this. I mean, I could see why that was off-putting to a lot of people. And and so yeah, you know, the Sagittarius energy, great attractor energy is really going to pull you into that you know letting you see your shadow sides because that sagittarius energy likes to be um what i call faith quaking yeah okay <laughs> you know what i mean by that you're all on the 29th <laughs> yeah so it's like you're that person on the street corner shouting from the rooftops that all ever you know the world is gonna end and people look at you like you're freaking crazy because you, the, the method of delivery is yeah. you know this is it's not nice i don't know it's just like all right get a grip man <laughs> you know so yeah so that's interesting great attractors coming through um and that's it so that's made for you wow okay and so basically we are we are ending may with a bit of a a huge revelation yeah that's that's quite interesting that's 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 exciting actually if that is a full month I mean, wow <laughs> yeah yeah and that's for the and so you know i'm we're about to go in retrograde season all these planets are going to be retrograde and you know the flip side of that is just to i don't know try and give people great you know try to have grace i guess i'm like shoving it off because this is giving you my work too is that i noticed with the full moon in scorpio i had to do this long long three-hour drive and um i never saw so many aggressive people on the road and so many car accidents and i do this drive a lot and so it was really unusual but i could feel that like ah uh, yeah. anger frustration like get out of my way you know um the state i live in in america we have a lot of car accidents here it's really bad and it's always people like flying down highways and causing these major accidents to occur and it's just like ah uh, so you know with this retrograde all these planets going to retrograde it's going to do that to a lot of people yeah. so tune into your field and get around yeah and before you go anywhere you know really tune in to the right time to go yeah because you want to be at the right place at the right time you don't want to go somewhere because you think it's the time that you should be there when really you should go at a different time you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely but back to discernment again <sighs> um wow okay that was amazing amanda really that was really quite exciting and i feel i feel good about that i feel like it's going to be challenging but actually I, yeah. I really quite like revelation um i like revelation even though it can be it can be pretty tough on oneself and people around but um yeah bring it on i'm ready
Let's do it. We, we've got this. We can do this. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amanda. Your, your, your readings are always just so full, so amazing, authentic and beautiful. And um, I know everybody who's listening really appreciates the time that you take um, all for free just to share what you know with us and help us along. It's very interesting road of ascension. So, you know, really with heartfelt thanks. Thank you. Aw, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> Such pleasure, and we'll see you next month. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And if you've got questions, um, Amanda, and I do try and get to them um, underneath, if you leave comments, please like and share this video if you think it's going to help anybody. And we will see you soon. Thank you.